There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A Radio Info Raw Edit podcast. The conversations behind our reports. So what you've seen uh, across the group today is, yes, you've seen some substantial rises in both EBITDA and, uh, and our net profit after tax. Uh, which actually, in the latter case, was up 92%. You know, that's, uh, our group revenues were, were down 2.2% across the course of the year. We think that's a credible result moving, um, you know, for the past 12 months. And I think demonstrates that very clearly there has been a substantial recovery in the media market um, and a substantial recovery in the audio market, uh, of which obviously we're a, uh, a sizable contributor to. So we're very pleased with those numbers on the way through. Our television assets perform slightly better with a stronger recovery at the national level um, than radio. And radio has a slightly higher disposition towards the local or SME market, which was slower to recover. And I think that's one of the points of difference between uh, TV and radio. The good news is we, you know, we've also forecasted in July and August, we will see 20% growth um, um, posted across both of those months. And, you know, we're starting to see uh, a further acceleration of our digital audio products as well in terms of their monetization. And we forecast that our audio revenues will increase by between 75 and 100% over the course of the next 12 months, remembering that in the last 12 months they grew by 40%. Uh, but we have more, uh, a stronger digital posture and more digital services and products this year than we did last year. So very pleasing result across audio. I think audio is a stable in the media diet um, of advertisers and agencies. Uh, I think the suspension of surveys last year, which were unavoidable um, due to the nature of collection, um, unfortunately you know, had a uh, detrimental impact in terms of perception of the data and perception of the absence of that, that data point, which you know weighed heavily on the on the market. As an industry now, though, and working with GFK, we've future-proofed our ratings um, profile and our data management to a point that we can uh, you know continue to offer surveys in today's market that we couldn't do 12 months ago. So all those things have been a you know a very long, maturing yet positive outcome for the audio market. You've forecast quite positively for July and August, as you've said, but does that take into account the current and developing situation with lockdowns in New South Wales and Victoria? Yeah, it certainly does for July and August. Obviously, we're closed uh, July, and um, it does incorporate um, our expectations for for August. There's a very key difference, and I guess where you're leading next in relation to the confidence that's in the marketplace and the you know ability of advertisers and agencies to adapt to what has been a fairly agile market um, with lockdowns at this point in time. I would argue that last year there was more fear 
and misunderstanding as to what, what was occurring in the market. You know, there was a suspension of radio uh, surveys um, through that, so there was a lot of noise. And people were learning to adapt to change. What we now see 12 months hence is that we have stability of those ratings. We, we as an industry uh, and we as a company lean into education of digital streaming and our digital data and insights more so than we ever have. And I think the market welcomes those insights uh, on the way through and I think it adds to settle the market. Um, I think agencies and advertisers have become accepting of change and have become agile in their own right to the point that what we're seeing is nine out of ten of the most prominent categories in advertising are all in double-digit growth. There's only one market that's not in growth, and that's the retail sector. And in fairness, I think we can all understand that, you know, there's not everyone has, you know, a uh, expanding e-commerce model within their retail sector. Certainly those that do are benefiting from it. But not everyone has that capability from, you know, small companies and small SMEs right up to larger national uh, advertisers. So we're seeing a slight regression in that area and radio, you know, does have uh, a more open disposition to some of the uh, the retail clients. But I can tell you in our case, over the course of the last number of weeks with the extended lockdown, we've had some cancellations, but they're very small cancellations from small retailers that, you know, uh, are quite, you know, um, what would you say, quite measured. There's been a transference of some of those into just the latter period. We've seen a couple of movie launches uh, change. Um, obviously, they were going into theatre. They're not any longer. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean it won't be launched. It's just a timing issue, so it's being pushed back. So a fairly moderated and considered approach, I would argue, is coming from advertisers and agencies. I noticed in the figures that in the first half you had JobKeeper, but no JobKeeper in the second. Just a technical question. Does that JobKeeper payment show in revenue or does it show as a negative in expenses, offsetting salaries or whatever? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. May I understand it to be the latter? Um, in terms of an offset against our cost base. And you're right, we, we achieved job keeper only in the first half. We went on to see a you know, very strong recovery in the markets in the second half and actually posted $51 million of earnings absent any job keeper or government funding in the second half. So all goes well for moving forward with a sensible market, an improving and recovering market and the absence of any government support. I want an insight into what agencies are saying about their outlook for the next 12 months of advertising. Generally, quite positive. You know, we can confidently represent today, you know, I guess a lot of the uh, conversations that we're having in the marketplace with a, with a myriad of agencies and advertisers directly. 
I mentioned the the considered and calm approach, the investment um, criteria that people are working towards. So the confidence levels are higher than what I've seen for a while. The capacity to move from you know a, a stable position of schedule in market with a set of media to a, uh, changing that overnight, that um, you know agility or being able to adapt has improved across the board. Have the you agency. also had to adapt from the sales end? Have you had to be quicker in changing schedules when they ask for it? No question. And thankfully, over the last four years, we improved lot of our core systems and we'll continue to improve those systems but we've improved you know that technology uh, posture we've had to remove you know in, in office to remote working uh, and remote learning for that fact so on the way through yes we've had to adapt as well and we've had a fairly seamless approach which I think the market has welcomed I would argue that you know the market is, is learning to live with this better than they ever have secondly we are going into an election cycle we will have a federal election by um, you know, the middle of next year. Um, I think May is the last date uh, that we can see. So therefore, we do expect, as we have in typical cycles, that we will see an increased spend by the government sector. I'm not talking directly related to the election. I'm talking about pre-election spending by the government. And you know, there have been very strong advertisers um, over the last six to 12 months, but I think that will grow even more. And I think agencies are acutely aware that in actual fact you could see a growing demand for products. The one thing coming out of all agencies and advertisers is a level of respect for the, what the industry of radio and audio has done, and it's twofold. I think in a linear capacity, the work at Commercial Radio Australia, and secondly, more broadly, the contribution from each of the owners and operators in radio has been second to none. So we work together in a very collaborative fashion to try and nurture any aspect of education, technology-facing improvements, um, stability of ratings, adaptability to the way we can improve with Radio Matrix, our trading uh, relationship with agencies. All of those things we do in harmony. Um, we do in parallel. And we have not only the board, but a series of subcommittees that operate to actually continually improve the value and education that we can provide to market as a radio and more broadly as an audio industry. And I think, I think you know, not every sector is doing that. Certain sectors are doing it well. You know, we are accelerating our investment in these areas to make sure we're doing it more often and more effectively. And I think that that places audio in a very good place in the media mix. Last topic I'd like to focus on is digital audio, listener specifically. I was interested to see the figures that live streaming is increasing in revenue segment for you and, of course, podcasting as we've discussed before. But I'm particularly interested just to understand the growth in listening and the growth in revenue for live streaming on the listener app. Yeah, live streaming. So the the product... You know, in its very uh, first iteration, uh, when we launched it on the 17th of February, was really born from, you know, the advancement of our podcasting. So we, we had, a, you know, pretty much 100% consumption by consumers of in, within Listener of podcasting. So we've built really from scratch um, streaming. And the way I describe it is, it is the house of Listener. People who are podcasters that, may be light radio 
uh, listeners might not listen to radio or could even be heavy. They walked into the house of listener. They went and consumed their favourite podcast. They were given recommendations for others. Then what they found in another room was actually 99 radio stations being streamed live with further on-demand content coming through as well. And whether they protested or were just curious, they arguably continued to explore those stations in real time. And from that, we now see today that podcast listening is equal to streaming of our linear products uh, of radio. And people just have a preference, an increasing preference to have a digital IP-enabled listening experience as opposed to pure old uh, linear through a traditional device. So that's just a natural evolution and part of it's part of innovation uh, moving through. And then they're moving further down the house and they're finding music and playlists. We now have 25 continuous stations. We have a lot of specials that are exclusive to listener. And of course, we're building out news and information within the fourth room and soon to be you know, a more meaningful approach to listener sport, which is you know, live and sometimes exclusive rights to sport um, within the House of Listener as well, as evidenced by our new Cricket Australia uh, contract that has Australia-wide streaming lights uh, you know, purely within Listener. Yes, I saw that. I think that's a, a very exciting next step, actually, because sports rights uh, in this country are very valuable and interesting to see them being segmented. Normally, you'd get the radio or TV rights and digital would be just added on, but these days, it's another specific segment, which you It is, because it's a consumer interest and appetite. It's scaled, um, and we're, you know, we're in a great position because of our relationship with these codes and our capability within SCA to actually procure an outcome. So all of that is just a natural extension. And that's why we're now really into the second phase of development of listener after the initial launch phase. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.